Dan, I'm going to say, yeah, if you want to go to bed, mate, you can go if you like. Dan, I'm just, Dan, was... Dan, I'm having a chat with someone in the Notts County away end. Like, <laughs> who the hell can you know here? Oh, we're just looking at Sam going, why, why, why? And she just went, I've got a couple of chewies if you want one. <laughs> That's all we <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Rematch Podcast. I'm Cameron and today I'm joined by Adam, Sam, Dan and Ollie. On this week's show we will be taking a trip down memory lane as we reminisce about our three years at university from the first whistle until the last. This is how we became the best fivesome since the Spice Girls. So before we get started lads, which Spice Girl are we? Well, do we all have to be different ones? Yeah, I, th- I will try. Um, I was thinking about in my head, who each was a B, and it's quite difficult to get uh, to get one of them. Right, you're gonna have to again, name them I always yeah. forget them. Yeah. Um. So we've got so we've got Mel B, which is scary spice. Mel C is a uh, sporty spice. Uh, Emma Bunting, which is a uh, baby spice. Jerry Alliwell, which is ginger spice, and uh, posh spice, of course, Victoria Beckham. Well, none um, of us are ginger. Adam's posh spice. Adam's definitely posh spice. I think we agreed on that. <laughs> I don't know. Adam um, could be scary spice. I think I was, I was thinking posh. I, th- I think be come because of your past, your ginger spice. Yeah, I, I knew I knew that was going to come up. I, mean, I don't mind being Jerry Otherwell. I, I mean, one of us three got to be scary spice. Based on physicality, yeah. I'm definitely not baby spice. But based on the ages, I think. I'm, I think <laughs> yeah. Baby. yeah, you are the youngest. So I think yeah. baby. Which means it's sporty and scary for the middle. Fight it out! Fight it out! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who would you least want to see down a dark alley? What a question that is. Who's taller? Oh, I mean, come on. What's the question to that? If, Sam, if, Sam's, if Sam's the height he is and he's got that black jacket on, which I remember from uni, and he's got his hood up. Slender, man. Yeah, then that would be quite scary. What about when we went to that England 21 game and I came out with an England flag and my hood up waving it about oh, the Queen? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Dan's played at Wembley, so I think he's got to be sporty spice. <laughs> yeah, so, that's uh, true. Yeah. I think that solves it really. really. Working lads. It's not. It's not. Come on, posh face. That is better. I might have fixed it. Oh. I hope that sounds so, all right. So, Adam, right, we're not going to give you any yeah. context behind this, but you are posh space. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Can you work out why? Is in. Is in why that's come up? I'm trying to work out who's. I'm trying to work out how, who's sporty is because. Uh, go on, go on. It work out which, which ones are which ones are we? If you're posh. Ollie's the youngest, so he's got to be baby spice. Uh, <laughs> Cameron's got the lightest hair, so I'll say Cameron's ginger. And the X. Of course, yeah. And thought that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scary and sporty. Yeah, yeah, this is what we struggled with as well. I would. Hmm. Sam, Sam, Sam goes to the gym, so purely for that reason, I'll say Sam's sporty. Ooh. Went the other way around. Um, yeah, Ollie's reason was that Sam's the tallest, so he's scary. Um, and also, Sam's a bit of a hooligan when we went to the England of 21s game. And uh, Dan's played at Wembley, so that was our reason. But everything else you got oh, spot on. Yeah, so this week we're going to be reminiscing about our three years at university, as I mentioned. So we're going to go through first year, second, all the way through to third. However, we only really completed, I guess, two two thirds of third year. So um, we'll see how much we've got for that. And then I've also got a few bonus 
bonus ones at the end, bonus memories, bonus things that have happened. And then we're going to top it off with a bit of, bit of a quiz um, about our time at uni, some niche things, some rematch-related things. And then also, I'm going to tell you this now, so you've got some time to think about it, but we're also going to give one line of advice to people that might want to start going to university. Not necessarily to do journalism or get to side, but just a, just a simple line of advice from all the experiences that we've gone through and things that we've learned. What would you give someone if you could only say one sentence? Um, so we start off with first year, and of course, uh, in the beginning, a few of us travelled to, to, to Teesside for the very first time. Sam and Daniel, obviously, are from Teesside, so it wasn't much of a travel for you. But what was <laughs> well, it was because I went to Sunderland for the first few days. Well, there we go. That's a perfect way to start, Sam. Why did you pick Sunderland over, over Teesside, Uni? Well, um, I wanted a course that did the NTTG. I think that's mainly why we all went to, to Teesside to begin with, because let's face it, the other courses might have been a little slightly better, might be more focused on sports <laughs> rather than the actual bit of journalism, um, which is what ours was. It was journalism with sport, if truth be told, wasn't it really? Mm. Um, so it was between those two, and I looked to them up and I, I chose Sunderland based on the fact that I thought I was um, wanting a full university experience. I quickly realised that wasn't the case and came straight back home. So of course that meant that you joined us a little bit late, Sam, but I think we touched on the sort of first impressions, first day. Um, I know Adam did when he mentioned about me um, in the Middlesbrough Tower being absolutely knackered to be the first person that he, that he met. Um, what what did you do though, Adam, before that in your first days? Because I know that I, I had a couple of days uni before before I met any of you a lot. And uh, my first night was spent alone in the SU trying one of their burgers. Just sat on my own, not speaking to anyone. Didn't go to a party after or anything. Just just thought, oh, I'll just have some, have some tea. And then, uh, yeah. So yeah, that, were fun, that was a fun first night. But didn't anyone else do anything interesting before we met each other? Well, to be fair, I just thought then, just on the spot, um, that... Before we even physically seen each other, me, Ollie, and mm-hmm. Aiden actually spoke on an. On, I can't remember what the app was oh, called now, can you? Oh, it was called, it was so much stupid. I don't think it even exists anymore. So daft. Um, I, remember, I remember speaking to. Oh, you. it was Campus. It was called Campus. Yeah, Campus Space. Mm. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, and and yeah, you just came up on the course, and then we sort of like awkwardly messaged each other and just then <laughs> it, so it was very strange but um well, i remember aiden even asking me if i wanted to meet up for a pint before we before i even moved up to middlesbrough <laughs> i think that was for when he came <laughs> for a whole game so. the first day was off of me was seeing adam stood alone in the middlesbrough tower after going up a few flights of stairs um did anyone have any first impressions of us did anyone go oh he's always oh, a bit weird I yeah, but all of you, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's probably why we ended up together. I thought we were all a bit weird, weren't we? But I, I, straight away, my yeah, first yeah. impression of um, of Adam was he, he sounds intelligent and posh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first impression because I, I, I believe that I, I, on the very first day when we all got grouped together, we walked for a Manjaro's free Palmo. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, Manjaro, mm-hmm. was it? And then um, I left. I, yeah, because I was with one of my like my college mates who I'd known from school and stuff, and I realised like how polar opposite uni was going to be from college. It was sort of like the transition was the walk. I mean, it was just like it was kind of like leaving my old mates, and then like obviously 
like spend the next three years with you. That was the first point. But it was um it was very funny because Adam just literally disappeared from behind us in the way he went. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I said to Aiden, I'm I'm not fussed about what we're queuing for, so I'm gonna just go, basically. And then on my way out, I bumped into Gaz, who I hadn't met before before that point, and he was like, I mean, I can't do a go good accent, I'm sure someone else the, I'm sure Dan, you can probably do a good accent of this. Oh, your voice. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> and he just said, uh, oh, I saw you in that welcome lesson. My my name's Gareth. And, and then took my hand and shook it. And he's like, I'll, I'll see you around, mate, or something like that. I was like, <laughs> cheers, that's class, mate, thanks. <laughs> and then, because we had, we had to then meet up in, I can't what, what building it was, to enrol. And I remember saying to you, like, right, I'm going. I'll see you back in this, wherever it is. So I think we said like three. I got out at three. No one else was there. It was just me. I had to enroll completely on my own. I don't know if you were late, if you were early, but you all went together and I was on my own nowhere near you. You weren't supposed to be part of this group, Adam. We did try to get rid of you. That was <laughs> <on> the first <laughs> day. <laughs> I was just going to say, I remember on the first day after that Manjaro's thing, I think you gave me the shittest tour of Middlesbrough ever done. Literally. <laughs> I was going to bring this up, right? Because... We, it, I think that was the day after because I remember we were sat in some sort of room and I think they were teaching us the Aurora House like equipment or something, something like that anyway. And I had a really bad stomach. I think it was more nerves. <laughs> so I went to the toilet. And then on, afterwards, I took you literally up the borough town and then like I don't even know where we <laughs> stopped. But you, you, you asked me, you went, what's your political stance? And it's as soon as it's that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just said, I'm not, I just said to you, I said, I'm not really bothered. <laughs> and then I think, um, just talked about Hull, and I was just listing, like, Hull and Borough, we were just listing plays that we had in common and stuff. <laughs> and then, um, literally, we did, like, a walk up to, towards McDonald's, and then just t- literally turned around on the spot and walked back. <laughs> Didn't even like do a loop, just like walk. I thought, it, oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was literally yes. it for Borough. Well, it, it, it is, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, it doesn't get much better, does it? Me and Cameron yeah. did, did something similar, apart from we, we didn't have mm. a tour guide. I don't I mean, yeah. you, 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 you probably, probably remember. I think it was a, the, the afternoon after we'd met at the Borough Town, you and I, yeah. and we went to, to Greg's. That's where we, 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 we were aiming for a Greg's. Mm. And then we were about halfway there, and we heard these footsteps pounding towards us and someone shouting Adam <laughs> I turned around it was Aiden yeah. he was chasing us down and he said oh um, I, I tried to remember your names and I'll add you to our chat or something he said and you lot yeah. were already in it and then and then he added me and come later that day yeah yeah. and, la- and later that day my the first welcome I got was from Ollie um, in the group and he was saying oh aren't you a Sheffield Wednesday fan and I went yeah and then he just put a photo of Modi Army <laughs> <laughs> so that was that, a nice welcome. Start as you mean to go on. Yeah. Well, it, exactly. I, I football was just the main topic of conversation for all of you. I remember the first mm. thing I said to Adam was something about Kevin Nolan. Yeah, I imagine that's what I think we talked about. Probably not some ways Adam quite a lot when we yeah. uh, when we met up early because I think I don't know how early we were, but we were definitely there before everyone else. Oh, yeah, we were very yeah. early. <laughs> <laughs> so on the twenty first of September, I believe. Is the correct date? We went to uh, went to Whitby, or some of us went to Whitby anyway, um, and we made a, a lovely little video about Whitby Town Football Club, um, and I think that's the day that the memes kind of started to come out because obviously we had a little taste from Ollie sending me Modi Army, um, but we had a couple of memes made of of Sam. Yeah. I don't know if anyone can remember. I know I've still got them on my phone. That's why I've got this written down. Um, 
but there was one where I'd, I'd, I can't remember who was filming, but uh, Sam did a quite a what's the word? Um, a suggestive, <laughs> yeah, erotic look towards the camera, and uh, and that was the first meme that was ever created, a, like a three second gif of of uh, Sam and some sexual music behind him. Uh, well, as he only ever happened because no one else would want to be filmed in front of the <laughs> football stadium. So we went round and stood awkwardly for two minutes and then Dan went, oh, I'm not doing it, I'm filming. I went, well, I don't fancy it. And then Cam went, I'm not doing it. <laughs> right, right then, I'll step up then. So I had no idea what I was going to say. We had, I think we Googled for two minutes about mm. some fact about Whitby when it was yeah. formed, the star player, what league they were in. And then that right. was it. And we just did 15 seconds in front of Whitby Stadium and then went for fish and chips <laughs> after. It was really windy. And yeah. it was, we, yeah. We, we, for some reason, wrote um, T-Side Uni journals spelt wrong in Sport, the sand. Sports journals. Sports journals. journals. Yeah. <laughs> we, we spelt it wrong. Some, or maybe I spelt it wrong. Probably. Yeah, you spent 15 yeah, minutes trying to do the logo. In it. <laughs> oh no! Start I, nearly, I nearly missed that trip actually because uh, just as I left my halls to come and meet up with you, I got a phone call from the, just someone at the uni saying um, that that my registration has been matched to me and my car was blocking a bus getting in and I had to go and move it immediately, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> something bad would happen or something. So I was going to move my car. So I Imagine you were on the coach. What? Imagine you were on the coach, you wouldn't be able to move it, would you? You'd just be panicking all day. Oh, right, sorry. I thought it meant... If I, <laughs> sorry, I, get, I didn't get what you meant there. <laughs> I, thought it meant, I thought it meant if I had to move the coach. Sorry, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but probably one of the funniest moments, initially anyway, was when uh, Dan was... Or Dan said that news stood for news, entertainment, <laughs> weather and sport. <laughs> With confidence as well. Yeah, we, we've incredible. Well, in confidence. fairness, in fairness, in my defence, Raoul. So Paul, it was Paul Bailey, wasn't it, the, the lecturer at the time? And he said, he said, "What is news?" And I genuinely thought he meant like because he put it in bullet point, like you know, um, what do you call it when you split up a word, like like an acronym. Yeah, like an acronym. He put it like that, and I was thinking, right, okay, well, I might have a little little shot. This the thing is, everyone was so quiet, and he went, and he kept saying that thing where he was like, "Whoa." Has someone got your tongue or something? And then I was like, I was like oh God, I can't, see, I can't stand silence. I just, I'm not, a, no, I, someone has to be talking all the time. I don't know, Adam's just shook his head at that. Um, so, yeah, basically, I thought it was the most logical thing to say. It was news, entertainment, weather and sport. Now I'd probably change the N to nature. <laughs> Oh, so you don't want to admit that you were wrong. You just want to change the... It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It, it's, oh, it's yeah, because when you turn on BBC News at six, the first of the lead with the big choice, like, it's all about trees or something, isn't it? I thought it was a headline. I'm going to... Normally, is to be fair. What the what? Real what? No, it's never is. <laughs> what did we actually learn in that lesson? Because all I can really remember is Gaz at the front just making little comments. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, and asking, Paul asking us if we knew what CCTV was Right, okay I found out what news means uh, It's notable events, weather and sports So it's news <laughs> to me. So, it, Well, I mean So, yeah That's, that's what it's, it's for So I wasn't far off And at least, do you know what? At least I spoke We didn't want to be getting rinsed for it three years on, Dan <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a few moments, especially in first year, where Dan says something and it's just hilarious. Um, but I'm sure we'll we'll come on to those. Um, but next up was something that I found in my in my camera. One of the I think it was one of the first videos that I 
taken uh, or and I've had it saved on my phone ever since. But um, England were playing in the SU and um, and me and Ollie went to watch it. And uh, and there's a video on my camera roll of Ollie falling asleep whilst watching an England game. <laughs> <laughs> and his head's just dropping slowly towards the table. It's England though, like even tonight, I don't even know what score today's game no. is. I was tired and the England game was on. <laughs> what more is there to say? I wanted to sleep. <laughs> there has been, to be fair, a hatful of like entertaining England games over the years. Like, not even a hatful, just a couple, a handful. That's what I was meant to say. Like, <laughs> hatful's quite a lot, isn't it? So, so a handful. Depends how big right? the hat is. Yeah, I guess so. It's a, it's, there's been a capful, a little capful. Um, but like, you think about it, there's been maybe like a couple of World Cup games and a couple of Euro games. Not even the Euro games, they've been boring. Probably just the last World Cup games that in our generation anyway, that have been half decent. Mm. And yeah. a Germany game and a Portugal game, that, that's all we've had. Oh, yeah, actually, no, I remember that Germany friendly. That, was it 3-2? That, that was a good game. Jamie yeah. Vardy backheel. Yeah, Eric Dyer header. Eric Dyer for quarter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of England games, um, that brings on to the 6th of October, where we... Uh, Again, I don't think we all went to this game, but uh, we went to the Riverside to watch the England under 21s. Who who was it then? Was it me, Sam, Ollie and Aiden? Yeah. Um, against Scotland, uh, I believe the game finished three-one. We'll get on to that a little bit later. That's a little bit te- a little bit of a teaser for the quiz. Um, but also in October was the first airing of rematch, rematch on the radio. Um, how the hell did we come up with that idea, and why did we think it was a good idea? I think I, I think I might jump in here because I think, in fairness, I think oh right, because the horse has to go on, go on, go on, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, right, okay, Dad. But I remember that on the Royal House Facebook page they advertised like a sort of if you want to get involved in the radio, come along to this. And I had mm. to message the group saying, "Does anyone want to come with me?" And I had to, <laughs> I didn't have to make you come, but I don't think you would have done otherwise. And then the whole point of the name yeah. was because Sam heard me wrong. When I when I was suggesting names, I thought I suggested pre-match. Sam heard rematch, wrote it down on the on the show form, and sent it off. <laughs> Do you remember the, some of the other names that we originally had? The only one I remember. Football forecast. That wasn't. Well, lucky look, lucky for you, Dan. In front of me is the sheets that we sent off. Oh. Uh, in week one, uh, the problem is it is in uh, Sam's handwriting. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, it, for for this one, it was called our radio show. That's that's what our title was then. Mm. Um, and then the the first the, the first big thing that Sam has been capitalised underlined it is debate review of previous weekend debate. So we've got a, <laughs> we did that a lot, didn't we? We did. Um, we dance debate every week. No, you're wrong. Because then point three is Ragusa's rant of the week. <laughs> rant of oh, the week. That was that was uh, season two, wasn't it? Literally, rematch, a week one of rematch when I said tickle my pickle. That was that was <laughs> that, that was my first rant. Unbelievable. Uh, and then we had uh, the quiz, but that's ball of the week. Um, mm. Who could forget that? And then and then in the in the initial thing that we sent yeah, off, I, I know what rate, you're going to say. Is it we, Calvert's coupon buster? Uh, it's not that that no. is on the sheet. I wasn't going to mention it. We we something. Yeah, the game of the weekend was something else. Oh. Uh, I'll have you know that we said that we would spend the last 20 minutes of our show discussing T Times University sport teams. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> uh. 
so yeah, and that quickly didn't happen. But that was also in our in our second plan, which we sent off as well. Um, but I've actually also got in front of me the the notes from the first episode from the nineteenth of October, twenty seventeen. I'll not read out the intro because it's quite quite long. But I had five sheets of paper. The first discussion we had was against Liverpool, Liverpool Man United game. We we discussed that for a bit. But I think you'll find this very, very interesting. We did, can you remember, every week on Twitter, a team of the week, we'd put four oh. options in. And then Peter Bones, who most voted for, would be in that position. I've got our first team of the week. <laughs> Any guesses as to who was in it? I'll tell you something, there are some amazing names in this list of players. This would have gone Anyone so got well. Any guesses? You should, have, you should have given this in, on the sly, Adam, and then uh, I could have put I didn't know you did a quiz at the end, Cam. <laughs> Spoil it to tell us some of the teams that are in it. Mark Noble. Mark Noble is not in this, unfortunately. <laughs> I think there's a, there is a West Ham player in it. Og Bonner? Uh, no. Nikolai <laughs> No. No. Fabianski. Fabianski's in goal. Yes. Yeah. Get in. Uh, Four, wow, just wow, all of these at the, in the back four. <laughs> Stephen Corker, a bit. Um, no, I'd say on a par with Stephen Corker, one of the Christopher Schindler. <laughs> oh. Christian is not on this list. Gary Cahill, good guess, but not right. Seamus Coleman, no, Nacho Monreal, worse than that. Oh, sorry, what was that, Ollie? Nacho Monreal. He was always he was baller of the week one. Uh, no, he not. <laughs> <always baller. laughs> give give us a few teams, sorry, just so we can. Um, Liverpool, Man United, Swansea, maybe, and Burnley, Ashley Williams. Think, Ashley people. Williams. No, Neil oh, Taylor. No. <laughs> Worse. PK Sanchez Flores. <laughs> no. Federico Fernandez. Kike, is that just what the one who was Martin Watford? I don't even Chico Flores are done. Oh, you know what I meant. Who was Swansea's right back? Joe Matip. Kyle Norton. Joe Matip is in this team. Yes, Ollie. Angel Rangel. Angel Rangel. Good guess, but not right. Same position, I think. Kyle Norton. Kyle Norton. That's good shout. I just said that. <laughs> I think I might tell you the rest. Of, I, I tell you the rest of the back line. So back four, mm. right to left: Matt yeah. Loughton, Joel Matip, Phil Jones, and Martin Olsen. Oh my <laughs> word! <laughs> That's even the worst. Midfielders, I can get on. I can get on board with the midfielders. Most of them, to be fair: uh, Leroy Sané, Kevin De Bruyne, Tom Cleverley, Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> I guess on the whole, fair enough. The two up front. This is brilliant. I'll, I'll give you one: Tammy Abraham. The other one, I think we could be here for the rest of the night and you will never, ever get. Oh, who's the initials? Initials. Um, what, he play, he, I, I, I don't want to say either at this point. I want to see what you, you guess is first. Uh, De Poitre. It is a good guess, but it's not right. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Okaka. <laughs> <laughs> it's another decent guess, but it's not right. Who was the other Huddersfield forward? The um... Chunga. I'll give you a clue. He has scored in a League Cup final in the last five years. Gabbiadini? Yes, Manolo <laughs> Gabbiadini is oh. in our team of the week. <laughs> week wow. one, can you believe that? Uh, so, uh, so next on my list is uh, Adam's expensive laptop. Apparently, that happened around this time. Where <laughs> right. we Who said Adam. this? Which brick said this? <laughs> it, it, it was a late entry from Sam oh. just before we started. 
I think it's oh, because he got a new laptop, which cost over a grand. So uh, I imagine that's yeah, what sparked that, that, that triggered the memory. Yeah. That's, a, that's it, exactly. No, I can remember grand. being in the art cafe, which hasn't been mentioned yet and should have been, because that's where we spent mm. the majority of first year. Um, and we went, I, I can't remember what he was doing, but I think I went to touch it or something. And he went, hang on, hold your horses. This is an expensive laptop, don't you know? <laughs> no, no, it costs no, four no, figures. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can stop right there. You know that's not true. You said, what kind of laptop is it? And I, yeah, I it. didn't know the answer to the question. And I just said <laughs> an expensive one. Not a cliche, <laughs> that makes you sound like an absolute twat. Okay? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that was the real... That was the real conversation. I didn't say get off my expensive laptop, <laughs> peasants. I didn't say anything like that. Uh, Did you ever tell us how much you paid for that laptop, Adam? Why is this even a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was over £1,000, but listen, it, it's still going strong, so you know. Weirdly, I don't know why I put this one on the list, but I just think it's quite funny. On the 16th of November, Osmo FC was born. If we all remember Osmo yeah. FC, and I don't mean the pro <laughs> clubs team, but like two games, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> but can I, can I all remember um, who was in Osmo FC? Obviously, we were. But do you remember what positions we all played? I mean, no, I was probably on the bloody bench. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was a bench, Adam. So uh, have another guess. Ollie was centre back or left back? No, go left back. I tell you, it was in there though. That Tesco man that me and Dan interviewed for um, <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. he was. From Smith. He was. Yeah. yeah, that was it. From WH Smiths. I wonder who that says, was. Can we have a box pub? <laughs> yeah, I, d- I didn't know uh, who that was. So I, I think that's probably why I didn't write it down. But it was him and Paul Bailey at centre half. So, uh... <laughs> God, um, I thought about those box pops though. Because I, I was I was playing with eight of those vox pops with. And we just walked around campus, both of us saying, Well, I don't, I'm not going to go and film someone. Well, I'm not going to go and film someone. So, in the end, we just, we just, and we ended up finding about four people that we already knew. And then we just corded two random people, made up names for them, yeah. and just made the whole thing up. Box pops really are the worst things ever, aren't they? Yeah. We did that, Alex's nan, didn't we, Dan, for one of them? Oh, every time. Every, 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 we just, that, that was the thing about box pops. They're so easy to lie with. Mm. Even when I do I, the BBC and I hope they're not listening, I still find people in town who I know. Just, yeah. just because, well, well, it's just... I quite like doing Vox Pops. I remember every news day, I think me and Ollie would do, always do some related to boxing. We just go, oh yeah, we're going to do some more Vox Pops. And we just go around and talk to people <laughs> for, for two hours. Yeah, talking about Vox Pops and whichever <laughs> fight was on that weekend. I'm trying to find one in 20 people that actually knew Tyson Fury was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you thought our team of the week was... Uh... Was good. Wait till you hear the, the Osmo FC lineup. So we we'll start with a commentator that's Andy Munns. I don't know why he's on there. Um, but obviously it was me and goal. Adam, you were right back with uh, Alejandro left back. Uh, Centre half as we mentioned with Paul Bailey and the uh, the guy that Savage Dan interviewed. Um, in midfield, midfield. What a midfield this is, by the way. You have got Sam Fletcher, Ollie Bedette. In Gaz. <laughs> well, we know the engine in that midfield. <laughs> I wouldn't know the box of boxes. <laughs> Up front is obviously Dan. On the left wing, it's Aiden. And on the right is player manager Mark Hanscom. <laughs> yeah, we, said, we said he's right wing because of his political stance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so that was that was Osmo FC. And as I briefly mentioned it, we did have a game on Pro Clubs with a, a few other members, but uh, it didn't last very long. Um, 
The next one, I've got a quote um, from someone that that's asked me to add this one in. I'm just going to say the quote here because it's quite a funny quote. Hannah, see my. I mean, I can I just, no, I mean, you can ignore the bit I put in brackets. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. Which is, which is maybe say different words and just say, you know, fast, you know, something like that. I probably should have explained this quote because it, because it was me. Mm. Um, so basically, as as Sam and Olive just said, they play. We play words with friends sometimes, past the time, um, and oh dear. Uh, and I just played a word that it was it was, it was the only thing I could find that would <laughs> that would fit on the board, and it was a word that uh, was inappropriate that begins with C, has four letters, ends in T, but you know, but but isn't that one, yeah? Um, <laughs> and then one of our lecturers called Hannah uh, saw that we were doing some work on our, one of our early projects and said, "Oh, can I come and have a look at what you've been doing?" And I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, great." <laughs> on the notes to me that my phone was <laughs> screen up facing her and that was the last word that I played and so <laughs> saw that word then just pulled a really weird bemused face and then pretended that nothing had happened but I thought well what happened so moving back onto the memes that we've created on the 26th of November um, a famous clip was uh, was created dubbing a rematch sound over a scene in Finding Nemo does anyone remember what exactly that was? Someone put in a non Aiden and then everyone just goes, oh, I think it was oh, Dan. Oh. I think, I think, oh, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Dan and Aiden, something was said. And then, uh, and then Aiden replied, well, if you just let me speak, this is on, this is on, on radio, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and then we all jumped in and we, can we recreate it or shall I just put in the, put the clip in now? Uh, I'll probably put the clip in. I've got it. I've, I've got it. With her. Her. I'm not. I'm not yeah. regretting that. If you let me speak, I've actually got the, got the rich notes from the 16th of November, so I can tell okay. you. I know what that moment is because, uh, yeah, because I just said in passing, uh, Sunderland have become the first history of English football to not win in 20 consecutive home matches. At that point, Dan mm-hmm. made a bit of a sarcastic comment, and then Aiden. Was having none of it, so he, <laughs> he chipped in. That's not like any of us. <laughs> well, anyway, still in December, a couple of things happened. Um, again, one I've only just realised that it's only involving me. I think, but on the fifteenth of December was the journalism out into Redcar. Um, I don't think any of you went on that. I think Aiden, Aiden did, and obviously I did. Um, but that was a uh, an interesting night, and then followed by. Um, which probably progressed over December, really, but there was Secret Santa. Oh, um, <laughs> who wants to start with Secret Santa, really? Do we have to um, talk about well, that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I the best story, Ollie. <laughs> the gift I received was literally like someone in the class had, had literally said to me, oh, I forgot yours, however, I'll go and get it now, and literally gave it me, to me after the lecture, after we <laughs> ran and got it, and he just handed it to me. I was like... This just doesn't feel like anything. Like, what's the point? <laughs> but even Paul was involved, wasn't he? The lecturer. Yeah. Yeah. He was a bottle of Bailey's and he didn't even understand. Bailey's? Yeah. And he didn't get it. He didn't yeah. put his Because <laughs> before that, I, I, when we were drawing names, I got Paul. And I was like, oh, I don't really want Paul's. So I swapped with Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we got well, we I, I, all go into 
Big bottle of Budweiser. Um, <laughs> that's why I got Secret Center. <laughs> that <sounds> so funny. <laughs> Beth got me a big bottle I of Budweiser. You into a with two bottles of Budweiser that you just had from the start. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did everyone else receive? Can't I got a, I got a, I got a football book from Aiden, but I got it about three days later. We <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> stole it from the I library. Remember, I can't who it was. I think it was. I think it was Liam came up to me at the end of the, the, end of the lesson and said, "Oh, you, I, I saw you didn't get anything, Adam." I was like, "Yeah, it's because it's because it's Aiden. He'll, he'll, I'll get it eventually." And it was a book which I'm pretty sure he bought for a charity shop. But to be fair, it, it was a decent book actually. But... Who did, who did you buy for? Me, I bought uh, Ben. I got him a little personalised oh. keyring with beige on it for Mark. Yeah. I think his nickname Mark. I was going to say I, I thought really he got a keyring. I can't remember who for. That's you, Sam. What did you, what did you did, did you remember I what think, you got? Or... I think I got just a couple of bottles. I think I got a Coors Light and a Budweiser, but I might be wrong. <laughs> Not a big, Not a big bottle, though. though. <laughs> so, bottle definitely bottle. a big bottle. <laughs> let's put it this way: my bottle was not as big as Cam's. <laughs> <laughs> the reason the reason why I suggest this is only because I remember Paul bought Gaz a bottle of red wine, which Gaz just couldn't get rid of. Like he just. <laughs> He, tried, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't give it away. <laughs> he was trying to give it to all the girls. He tried to, he tried to go to weather school. They're just giving it to literally anybody he could find because he didn't want it. <laughs> it was a cheap, tacky bottle of really nice uh, red wine. Um, so moving into 2018, on the 10th of January, we uh, uh, we went to Darlow as they played Salford City. Um, what's everyone's memories of that game, the first proper game that we went to see? It was Whitby Town before that, wasn't it? Anyway, well, uh, yeah, second second game, second game that we went to go see. We'll talk about them both, shall we? Whitby versus Scarborough first, then, seeing as that was first. Um, I was just going to say, all I can remember from that game is the um, crowd trouble. Well, I say crowd trouble, it was just a few chavs just going at it with each other. Five on five. I remember changing allegiance halfway through. Thinking I wanted Whitby <laughs> to start winning, and then it got to half time, and then there was a team in red chanting Borough, and I thought, well, I'm supporting Whitby, and then just changed to start supporting Scarborough for the second half, which was a good call because they won. I, I realised, like literally, I think it was after the final whistle went that my neighbour was like the Whitby Town's <laughs> captain, and I was like, what? <laughs> that was <a> gone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no way. <laughs> I just thought I just thought as well involving Aiden is that at half time he went down to the shack and really abruptly just said to the woman, What pies you got? <laughs> <laughs> what pies you got? <laughs> it was really, really loud, really forceful. <laughs> what, what pies you got? <laughs> oh, for God's David, um, have anything to say about Darlow? I'm guessing not. All I can remember about that game is Darlow fans chanting all game that Gary Neville's a wank. 
<laughs> and then they scored a 90th minute winner. The reason I brought that up in the rematch chat the other week was Reach Stage was the one who Reach. missed the penalty when he chipped it down the middle. And only Adam got that reference. Everyone else just passed it by. Which I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> I don't think they would have done it now, mate, to be honest. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember the chip penalty? National League North. I Rich think I remember the penalty. Steps yeah. up to score the penalty to put Dallow in the lead and then chips it down the middle and the keeper doesn't move and he just catches it. <laughs> no, I remember the penalty. I didn't know that I didn't know that guy's name to be fair. Anyway, moving swiftly on, we then had the big event on Click Radio, which was the January Clickathon, which we all click a ten as we used to call it. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> Where do we start with that? Um, you should probably explain what it is. It was uh, 24 hours to, to raise money for charity. Um, yeah. 48 hours. Was it 48 hours? Yeah, yeah. it was. I know it was oh, also, yeah, we did two shows. Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. It was also the day that uh, Dan and Aidan decided to wear matching outfits. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it was televised, yeah, yeah. I've also been told to mention... Um, something called PL Kicks, which I didn't know what it means, but I guess it's a buzzword for someone to jump in. Yes, it is. Yeah, um, it was the Premier League Kicks, and it was some, <laughs> something to do with Middlesbrough, and uh, and Britt Somalonga and Patrick Bamford were doing something at the Herningshaw Centre in Middlesbrough, which um, we, we, which we were told to go make a package for, to go out on the video. And I, I think it's funny for two reasons, partly because I, could me and Sam went, and I said to Sam, well, obviously you support Borough, so you interview them because you'll want to do that and I'll film it. <laughs> uh, so it's funny for two reasons. For, firstly, because the first words that Sam said in his interview to Patrick Bamford was so Bamford, as if that was his real first name. <laughs> and then also because we didn't realise, well, we didn't want to hold one of those grey mics that came with the cameras in front of him. So we booked a camera and then we also booked out a proper audio recorder with a proper black mic. And then try to get them to sync up together, which I must say I synced up incredibly well in the edit, but that's not the story. Yeah. It's the fact that Sam had the had the recorder in his back pocket. And then when he came to try and listen back to it, he couldn't find it. And I've never seen anyone go white so quickly as Sam, who thought <laughs> that that interview hadn't recorded. Which, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's only funny with the fact that it did record and it was all fine. But Sam, I mean, there's no other way of putting it. You were, for about 30 seconds, you were absolutely sh- yourself yeah but you only told half that story Adam because when we got to the edit we realized that it wasn't just me who'd only said Bamford's surname it was you when you said Sam Fletcher spoke to Bamford in the link up before we cut to the film so it wasn't just me no one's ever noticed that before so I've just shut up about it the second thing that I need to mention is that Adam for the majority like you were saying was filming and holding the camera and yet for 30 seconds that I held the camera uh, filming a bit of them playing table tennis I made the match day programme and Adam was furious that it was me not him that had made it into, <laughs> into the programme when he'd held the camera yeah, for at least 90% of well. the time we were there Okay, so, so obviously we had we had two shows we had one on the Thursday and one on the Friday um, now we had a little brief mention in Osmo FC of, of, a, of a lad called Alejandro he wasn't his real name um, but that's what we all called him because that's what he called himself and uh, we so we had had anybody from the MFC Foundation called Patrick uh, on our Thursday show. So for some reason, I can't count why, but uh, Alejandro decided to send me a 16-page almost um, preview, if you like, to this interview, which is all his suggestions of questions to ask and what music to play and exact to the second timings of how it all should run. Um, we used none of it whatsoever. I don't know how long he spent doing this, but I'm just going to read 
the script out to you. I mean, Alejandro, if, if I some fluke you're listening to this, I'm not taking the piss out of you, mate. Just this is funny. Um, so there's there's, uh, there's there's three people in this conversation. So one says that was track, and this is t- the time. Now, guys, we have a guest with us live in the studio. Host one. Oh, right. Who's that? Lead interviewer. Well, you know today is a clickathon in support of MFC Foundation. Host two. I think it's been mentioned. Lead interviewer. Well, we've been trusted to conduct the second of four MFC Foundation interviews. Host two. Oh, yes, I heard the interview earlier. Host one. This is a big responsibility. Oh, dear. <laughs> lead, lead, lead interviewer. Indeed, it is. And so I'd like to all put your hands together and offer a big rematch welcome to then this this man called Patrick. Uh, I'll not continue, but this this script lasts for sixteen pages of a Google document. <laughs> all of them is of that incredibly awful humour. Um, so I think you probably understand why we didn't use it. <laughs> is what I'd say. I remember his suggestion to uh, Grand National Week. Can he come on and talk about the horses for the last twenty minutes? I think he said. Or at one time he went. Oh, if you ever need someone's expertise on Bristol <laughs> City or Leicester, <laughs> don't don't hesitate to get in touch. All I remember about Alejandro about that day is um, pronouncing Helena, Helena's name wrong. <laughs> Helena. <laughs> he kept saying the other one every time. <laughs> Didn't he find himself every time as well? He said it wrong. They ended up putting like 500 quid in the the pot. Uh, So the next month brought us our first big fixture, big footballing event that we attended, and that was Notts County versus Carlisle at Meadow Lane. Um, Good good game, that one. I think uh, what I remember from that is um, is that the Zhao scored meme became a thing. That one after he scored two goals against Derby County for Sheffield Wednesday, and I think uh, you've all taken a piss. I mean, for the way that I've said that ever since. Late in February, we de- we uh, discovered the strobe lighting effect in the in the studio, creating a, a nice little gif of Ollie dancing to uh, to to Dan singing. Um, I might I might put the sound clip in uh, of Dan. Uh... And then Ollie was dancing to it. What's the strobe lights? I don't remember this. No, you're going to put that on the socials. Do you not not even remember? Oh, I can remember that. I can remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then uh, in March, uh, I I had my first varsity at Sunderland Uni, which was a a nice way to sort of cap off a pretty crap season, really, playing football. Uh, In April, we visited Hartlepool as they played late in Orient. The only thing I remember about that game, really, was uh, how massive George Ellicobi was. (laughs) (laughs) And if anyone else take anything out of that game other than George Ellicobi? Just Alicobi. the uh, game where, yeah, I was the game where Pool scored, didn't they? In the last ten minutes to stay in the league, I think they were in threat of relegation. Mm. And I remember it because me and Adam went because we had to record a piece for Paul that day, I think, and it took us fifteen attempts to get it right post match when <laughs> everyone had left and the stadium was empty. And I think they turned the floodlights off halfway through and doing it as well, didn't they? Yeah. And then something, Adam, you remembered. I don't really remember it that well, but um, but Mark played Christmas music in a, in one of our lessons. Yes, but it's important to note this was not at Christmas time. <laughs> he, he he got into this weird habit of just putting Radio One Live Lounge on because he thought that's what all those kids liked, you know. <laughs> um, and there was one day that, that, that there was a thing that was something faulty. Like one of computers was faulty, so we, so we put some so we put a bit of Live Lounge on YouTube and then left. And then 
by the time he came back, well, he he never came back again. By the time that his lecture finished, someone else came in. It was it was it, it had gone on the algorithm to to Christmas music. So Hannah walks <laughs> in at ten o'clock on like an April morning, and it's like Slade or something. Like, what the hell is going on in here? <laughs> Um, and then we've only got a couple more first year um, starting with Ipswich 2 Borough 2 oh. Oh. I, 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 I was gutted we, we all beat good <laughs> Ollie you regret that you regret that so much I mean didn't we have to get up at like 4 and then yeah. you were supposed to meet me somewhere but you couldn't find it so now it's just, I mean I'd say take a slight jog it was just a fast walk and then just everything with coach breaking down. Yeah, Jill, Jill, <laughs> just the <laughs> woman that we kept seeing. It was just a mad. And then we nearly got a lift home off Borough Fan TV because the coach <laughs> broke down. <laughs> oh, it was just a crazy day. But to be fair, it's a good game though. It even went wrong before that because I remember. Uh, you, Dan, and saying, "Oh, Sam, it won't let me buy the tickets. So, can you get them for us?" I don't know what was wrong with your account or anything. It, there was nothing. I was just lazy. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> to cap off the first year, um, on the seventeenth of May, we had the first journalism awards, where uh, Daniel won award, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, to be what fair, mean, to be fair, it's quite. I, I wasn't actually going to even submit the award, but then news reminded me to, so I did, <laughs> and uh, I ended up winning. Luckily. Uh, for me, but yeah, thanks for that, guys. To be fair, Dan, I, I, the reason why I didn't win anything was because I didn't s- submit anything, so that's my yeah. That's I my did, thing. Sam did, and Ollie did as well, but you know, <laughs> oh, well. anyway, moving into second year. So, uh, I think I returned to Teesside on the 3rd of September, uh, in house number one. So, house number one consisted of, of me, uh, Ollie, Adam, and my ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, me, Sam, and, uh, and Adam went to watch uh, Notts lose four 0 to a team that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the goal scorers that day, Adam. Uh, Nicky Adams. Beckford. I, like, um, I feel like Danny Mayer might have scored. But I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I think I think it was, it was uh, Dominic Telford. Dominic Telford, do you get one? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe Nicky Maynard. Had a penalty. Oh, yeah. The next week, uh, we had one of our. I think first news days, or at least one of the ones that I remember mostly, uh, mainly because we had a photo, and um, for whatever reason, Mark was caught dabbing in the photo. Don't think any of you remember that. Got <laughs> about that. But yeah, he was. He wasn't even looking like, or he wasn't even facing the camera. He was facing the other way, and I don't know why he thought of dabbing. But that was quite an iconic, iconic image for me. Anyway, it's one that lives rent free in my mind. Um, on the seventh of November. Uh, I'm just going to say three words. Man City away. Mm. Yeah, and who wants to explain? No one wants to Too explain. Too soon. We should have even done <laughs> the car more. Well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> My car isn't to yours. Yeah. Should we start? We'll start off with, with ours, and then, Adam, you can jump in with, yeah, with how on, you yeah, start yeah. it. So... Yeah. Um, so we were on the, so basically we got tickets to watch Man City in the Champions League and Shakhtar Donetsk at the Etihad Stadium. Sam offered to drive. Um so it was Sam, me, Ollie, Dan, and my ex in the in the car. And uh, and then yeah. and then we got to about yeah, we nearly we nearly got to Leeds. 
before uh, Sam's tire bursts and uh, and and then yeah, hopes and, and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at that point, I think uh, I rang Adam, or at least tried to get in contact with Adam on multiple occasions, and uh, and the, and then you you was coming up from uh, from your home, Adam, in uh, in Leicestershire, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. And um, were you were you pra- practically in Manchester when when we? Uh... I was um, very close. I was like Glossopish, I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say? I just thought of something there. <laughs> I was. I just remember so. So it was quite a distressing moment for Sam, which understandably when your car breaks down, it's not nice. And I just remember him on the floor, and he's literally like screaming at this car, saying, "Why, why, why?" <laughs> <laughs> but, but we were stood calm, literally like up on the, on the, on the I don't know what you call it, but but gantry, I guess. The, what was it? Yeah, the gantry. Yeah. <laughs> we were stood up. I'll call it the gantry. Me, you, and your ex were stood up on the gantry, mm. and she just went. We were just looking at Sam, going, "Why, why, why?" And she just went, "I've got a couple of chewies if you want one." <laughs> that's all we have. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have left. And then, yeah, that was that. that we had to literally ration it in case we were there all night. Oh. <laughs> well, I can't say the day in fairness, didn't I? So you know, you did you did? I had a look. I think it was on the way home, though. So sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I left really really early but I, I don't know why I had nowhere else to be I just thought well I, if I get there early I'll get there early um, so I, I was about sort of maybe gloss up I was probably 45 minutes away from the Etihad when Cameron rang me now it, I was also going through the Peak District so I didn't have much signal so I heard like everything I heard tyre break down and I thought oh I probably should stop bringing back as it was going on I then couldn't get through to Cameron I don't, I don't know why so I had to ring Dan and then I said well, well where are you and Dan, Dan being Dan was like, on the road, I don't know where we are. <laughs> I, was like, well, are you going? I said, so I said, are you going north or are you going south? Which is the worst thing you could possibly ask me. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, I couldn't tell you, Adam. Like, well, surely you know if you're going north. Like, I got really annoyed. And I said, well, so right, so right then, so what shall I do? Shall I wait here? Shall I come to you or shall I just go to the ground anyway? Because you'd got my bloody ticket, so I couldn't go on my own. Because for some reason, you'd got my ticket. So I was sat in, in this random lay-by in some little petite village somewhere. I've never heard of it before. I couldn't tell you where it was, waiting for Dan to ring me back to say what was going on. And then when Dan rang back, he said, yeah, we've gone to try and find a quick fit. Like, <laughs> what? Why? Why have you done that? Just stay where you are. Like, you've cancelled the tow truck or something. So then Dan was saying, when I said, are you going north or south? He had absolutely no idea then. He's like, I'll, I'll just send you my location. And so I had to drive, I had to detour across the middle of Yorkshire. Went through Huddersfield. I think I went through Barnsley. I think I rejoined the motorway. I think three junctions from where I left it after about <laughs> three hours. And then, and and then I got there going north, and I saw you on the other side of the bloody carriageway. So I had to go to the next junction, turn around, come back again, <laughs> and then finally I got you. So in many ways, it was worse for me. That experience no, cost me, I think, about 800 quid in total. Yeah, all right, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> we had to call roadside assistance. Uh, and then the reason we cancelled the tow truck was because they said, well, we'll only take you home because that's what you thought. And at that point, we still had hopes of getting to the game, which is why we cancelled them, trying to find a quick fit with the inflatable foam that we had in the car. Um, then that didn't work, and the tyre burst properly this time on the side of the road. We pulled over. Um and then we phoned for roadside assistance again, but 
when it when it came and they changed the changed the tighter, they tightened it too quickly, not too quickly, too harshly. And so when I took it for the garage for the MOT, um, that whole expedition had cost me 175 quid for the call out and the change of the tire and everything. And then when I took it for the MOT, they went, we're gonna to have to cut that off. It's too tight, we can't get there. So they had to cut round in the metal where they're taking it off, replace the tire again. And that cost 500 quid plus labor. I so, promise I'll drive us next time. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> Obviously, well, saving grace was I never charged you for petrol so there you go <laughs> obviously I wasn't there so I can't remember this but I can remember one of you telling me that when Sam was on the phone to the breakdown people he read his registration out in um, the phonetic alphabet which he found really funny but he was just shouting Yankee or, or did he make his own one up or something <laughs> oh, yeah I made it up I don't know the phonetic alphabet <laughs> I think oh, I, can't, I think I went Yankee <laughs> Bobo and Mitch <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. oh. that was actually quite scary, though, wasn't it? When when the tire actually fully blew, because I think you're on the very yeah. inside lane, weren't you? And you had to cut right yeah, across. Yeah, I, I made sure a second lane. time once we'd inflated it. No, inside lane, so oh. that we could just pull over. The, okay. When it actually blew, but when it when it went, I just I just I went to Dan and went, I'm not doing that. And the steering wheel was just turning by itself. And Dan went, ha ha ha. And then I went, no, I'm serious. Took my hands off the wheel and it was doing that. And he went, oh, I'd pull over then. <laughs> so anyway, moving on from that. Uh, later that month, a slightly happier memory. Flappers was taken into our home. And uh, and I'll explain what Flappers is. Flappers is basically a little stuffed owl. Uh, and yeah, and we basically took him in. And, uh, and he was kind of like the, the house pet, I suppose, in, in a sense, even though he wasn't, wasn't alive. Uh, <laughs> it was a stuffed toy. What, what are these pets? I, I was looking through, back through, because I had quite a few videos uh, of you, uh, you and Ollie fighting over it. Um, you also made some games with it as well, including hide and seek and also recreating famous football <laughs> celebrations <laughs> with its like, knee sliding on top of a cushion. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that hide as well as just throwing one. it around the room. I do remember the hide and seek one, me going into uni and hiding it, hiding it in uni somewhere. Mm. But I didn't and I, for some reason, thought that you hadn't left the house. It's clever. I searched the house <laughs> and I just saw Molly went, I ain't going to have left the house. And then I rang you and you said, Oh, yeah, I'm out, I'm outside. And I was like, Oh, then I'll come outside and have a look. And I, and like I, did, like I went out the back door, back in the front door. I checked every room and I thought, He's not here. And then you sent me a picture of you in uni you <laughs> sorry I shouldn't should have swore there but it just makes me angry thinking about it do you want to tell us where you got flappers from oh. <laughs> my story is that he got donated to charity and we forgot to take him in and it, the deadline had passed by that point so there was no point no one would have wanted and, yeah, him and that is the story yeah and there was yeah. there was a story about selection boxes as well wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> moving into December um, we watched Sunderland versus Notts County in the EFL trophy. What are memories of uh, of our experience at the stadium oh, like? Honestly, I think the the pies. I had two, and John's Kit Kats. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, the Kit Kats. Yeah. The, yeah. I forgot about them. It was also for some somehow. I have been a Notts County supporter all my life. I've attended probably about three hundred matches. We get into the away in Sunderland. I don't recognise anybody, and Dan does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan, just, Dan, was... Dan having, having a chat with someone in the Notts County away end. Like, <laughs> who the hell can you know here? Oh, oh. You know me, Adam. You know me. Oh, I can remember his dying kept on saying Terry the Snail or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just kept... 
<laughs> because some, we, we, we had a player called Terry Hawkridge <laughs> and Dan thought and, and, and some warm behind us because every time we got the ball we'd say oh, go on Terry go on Terry and Dan heard Teddy so Dan made, made, made them chat about Teddy <laughs> who didn't exist <laughs> oh jeez we're moving into 2019 uh, quite a quite a funny moment for for us not for one of us um Sam, you you had a quite an awkward moment when you fell off your chair in one of our lectures. Never <laughs> <laughs> tell us how that happened. I, I don't think anyone would have remembered this if I hadn't put it in. No, but I, I can't remember. I can't. I can't remember what the lesson was on or anything about it. It was fifth floor Burrowtel. What I can't remember what we did in that in those lessons with Hannah. But um, it was sport journalism to some mm. extent, wasn't it? And I just remember the worst thing was it was when the assessor came in to look at his <laughs> <Pat and> lesson. <laughs> and I was just swinging on my chair and fell back and landed awkwardly. <laughs> and then everyone laughed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now what am I going to do? <laughs> I think Hannah herself started the laughing, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> I just got up, sat back on my chair, and the lesson carried on. In March, quite a day. Embarrassing moment for me, you know. Um, I went head to head with uh, at the time borough manager Tony Pulis um, after <laughs> after the after his side lost to one to Brentford. Brilliant! This <laughs> oh, it's so cringy. I, I, it's so I, good. I suggested this idea right because I think this was just I, when I think back to uni, I think this was the most awkward thing that ever <laughs> happened. And I didn't. The thing is, at the time, I didn't actually laugh. Me and Adam. No. We, neither of us laughed, did we? We were just like... Well, the best thing was, Dan, that me and you could kind of pretend we, that we weren't with you, Cameron, the nicest possible yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, I couldn't... We, I, we, we, there was a bit of silence as well afterwards. Like, when we were back to the no. car at the moment. And we didn't actually speak about it because it was that bad. Anyway, Adam, Adam you explain what happened, please. I mean, I mean, Cameron, I mean, would you like to take, to, to take this well, story? I mean, you the floor well, just... on the day, so do you take it now? <laughs> For context, uh, we was... You know, we was doing a piece, and th- and this was like my th- the game that I picked to do a piece on. So I think me and Dan, I think, attended the pre-match press conference, and and I don't think either of us asked a question. So, uh, and, and probably probably for the best, really, with the way how the with how the post-match press conference went. Um, but yeah, no, I basically wanted the angle that Tony Pulis had said uh, in in before the match. He'd said that Brentford had a few outstanding players that could cause causing problems so when one of their outstanding players Ben Rama scored the winner in a 2-1 in a 2-1 win for for Brentford who I think had only won one away game that's the, the whole season um, I thought you know I'll ask him how he thought he dealt his players dealt with it and obviously expecting him to you know not give maybe a, a positive answer but I thought oh, if he answers this well then it's, this could be brilliant especially after I'd just spoken to Thomas Frank as well it was so nice and he was talking about how how even though he didn't score how good Neil Mopai was and and Ben Rama were throughout the game and have been great for all season so that kind of built me confidence up or just to get shot down by Tony Pulis um, after he was because he famously stands up so he's always ready for going as Tony Pulis and uh and there was kind of a, probably a slightly too long pause at the end where he probably thought, right, I'm getting off now. And I was like, no, actually, I want to ask you a question. <laughs> so I ended up asking my question. I can't remember exactly what it was. But you, it asked was the question. you asked the question and then he answered it like there was a slightly sort of laughed and then walked off. But yeah. then you stopped him in his truck of walking off. 
Well, maybe go back and answer the question. And the best thing is that then Cameron went just as Teddy was about to start talking to him. Cameron went, "Hang on, let me going to get my yeah. phone." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because right. Well, I thought at the end of the day, I was I, I was recording on my phone. And everyone puts the phone. Everyone puts the phones on the desk in front of him, right where the microphones are. And and so obviously I put my phone down or whatever. He was recording, and 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 everyone was sat down. So I asked me a question, and he's and as I've asked or like as I'm about to ask it, he starts walking away. But because I'm about to, I just carry on asking it. And then at this point, he's still walking. From what I remember, he's still walking, and he's miles away from everyone's phone. Everyone's mic, the microphone's picking up. So there's not really. The audio quality isn't going to be very good, or at least he's not. He's going to be very quiet, and it's going to sound a bit weird. So once I ask the question, and he, and, I, and he does laugh a little bit, I'm like, right, well, I've got to get up and get my phone. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get my. So I just say, kind of like under a breath, I'm just like, oh, I just need to get my phone to record it. I don't, just, <laughs> but, just have you still got you, the audio recorder? Um, possibly, even, possibly. Oh, 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 yeah. I've still got, I've still got the app. Like I say, I might have to. Is that remember the boys like, they recorded the post match? They cut you off completely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> oh, man, you can just see Pulis looking up and say, "Oh, not, not another question." And yeah. then they cut it at that point. To be fair, he only got asked about four or five questions anyway. He was, he was only there for a few minutes. I think that's why there was a little gap because I thought, "Oh well, someone's else going to ask a question here," and no one did. But yeah, anyway, I so I got I basically got up and stood in front of everyone. And he Pulis is kind of off to the side here, ready for going. I asked my question again and say something along the lines of, "You know, how do you think he dealt with?" Um, Brentford's better players and he just laughed turned away turned back to me and went oh, I thought we dealt with him pretty well and then walked off and I was like well and I couldn't even use it I couldn't even use it because it was just like it was such a bad quote that I just I think I just I think I just like sort of said something in the in the piece like oh a disgruntled Tony Pulis wasn't happy after the game or something like that um so I didn't even yeah I didn't even use the quotes so it wasn't even worth it but the two, the two best things for me was when when you interviewed, well, when you asked to, to Thomas Frank, mm. let like the people who sit at the front, so the Gazette, yeah, yeah. And the people from the away press, you like, like you let them ask a the few first questions, and I remember you, I can't remember who it was, but but you you cut off someone from the Gazette, <laughs> and they just turned around and gave you one of the most evil stares yeah. I've ever I've ever seen, and he was and he was quite nice in his response, Thomas Frank, but then. Yeah. But it's just it's just you getting looks because then when you said to to, to Pulis, just let me go and get my phone, he looked at Paul Jews as if and all I could say on his face was help. It was the only word I could see. <laughs> <laughs> he just was like, Oh god, please get me out of here, just staring at you. Wait, press conferences are, are difficult, especially I guess if you go into your first one where you're intent to ask a question because you don't know where your place is. So at that point I thought that he'd finished when you're on about the, me cutting off the guy. And I do, I do remember his exact face turning around and looking at me, and he proper <laughs> stared me out, and it was so hard to sort of like, I, 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 I could already tell that it was going to go badly. But like I say, my confidence built up because Thomas Frank was such a lovely bloke, and he answered the question really well, gave me some good content, and, but yeah, no, that's probably one of the most like the worst moment in my life really I think just, just for, it should have gone last week when sort of about embarrassing stories to be honest but yeah. but there we go you know like I say these things happen but anyway later only a few days later actually we went and watched Knotts versus Carlisle again but this time at, at Brunton Park in the freezing cold rainy oh it was awful so windy yeah but at least you won 
still got relegated, but you won. So I mean, it it, it probably is the best away game that I've, that I've, that I've ever been to. You know, <laughs> I do wish, I do wish, Ollie, Ollie, I do wish that, that you'd been there. Just we'd just we'd all been there, but yeah. um, it was just it, it it was a fantastic night. I mean, I, we actually played well with the midfield of David Vaughan and Michael Doyle. I mean, <laughs> who would have thought that's possible? And you nicked the ball off Michael Schofield, didn't you? Um, that's not his name. Oh, but, uh, no, Michael Schofield won from prison break. He's from prison break, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have um, to talk um, about one of the weirdest goals of all time, though. That that Carlisle yeah. goal was comical to say the least, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably all see it the one way he doesn't know someone behind him. Think, is it, is it Hallam Hope? I think behind Hallam him. Hallam Hope. Yeah. Every, everyone's shouting in from the knots end, including all of us, saying, "No, you're someone behind you." That where's that effect? He rolls the ball on the floor, completely oblivious. So when he just runs around him and puts it into what is then an empty net, and I can just remember just, just sitting down at that point, head in hands. You probably all thought, "Oh God, look at Adam!" <laughs> just at that point, that <laughs> Adam's having a breakdown. Season, but it was in that. I mean, we're still winning two one at that point. I just remember thinking, "We are going down." That was the moment I just thought, "Well, that is that's the season that encapsulated we are going to get relegated." And in the end, I wish I wish Carl Arge had won the game because then I would have just had it in my head we were going down rather than us winning three one. I was got a really good breakaway goal at the end and having false hope for the next month or so. And then, and then it, seeing all of the Carlisle players in McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, of course. Sorry that we have yeah. taken them off. Yeah, we've mentioned that before, I think, haven't we, a few times. And yeah. so such again, and it just kind of topped off the day really. Bit bit mental. I don't think any of us really expected knots to get a Get such a good yeah. result, and then and then we celebrated McDonald's along with the yeah. Carlisle United team. <laughs> and then you were all asleep, and then you were all asleep on the way home. That was nice to me. You all <laughs> fell asleep on the way back. <laughs> uh, and then exactly a week later, we had the uh, TUX Varsity. I think we all took part in. Um, so I filmed some netball, um, and then I had to rush back because they because I didn't really want to film the netball. I was just wanted to feel the football really. But Andy Munns put me in for netball about half an hour before the football was about to start. <laughs> so I had to rush back to drop the SD card off and then carry a camera and try to put all the way over to the football the football pitch. And I think they was using different cameras. It wasn't just the mm. um the the I forgot what they're called now, but the regular ones that we we use. Um so I had to set it up really quickly. I f- didn't miss a goal of the women's football, however, I didn't have time to check the sound. And I didn't check to see if the, the bars were moving up and down. So uh, so in the end, anyone just complained that we didn't have any sound, but didn't need it anyway. Um, so yeah, that, that was all I did, really. Um, Adam, you was you had quite a critical role, didn't you, really? Yeah, I'm not sure how I, what I would describe it as, but just the person who sort of... What's the word for that person? Present. Who was like... Linchpin. Sort of, but I was doing a bit in the studio and then I went out off to the Astro and did a commentary with Dan and Sam for a bit. Uh, and then went back to the studio again. But I, it, was, it, it was fun and I, and I just wish that uh, that we worked out, not us personally, but that you worked out how to record it because we thought we did and then it was all just blank interference sounds. That was that was, that was really nice. Uh, me and, and Dan have a good story from Varsity. Sorry, go on. I, I was going to say, and, and the fact that, that we had to end at six o'clock, you know, stuff was still happening because some idiots had a radio show that night that no one listens to. <laughs> so we got cut off by by rubbish, really rubbish show. Because I mean, they're not really listening, are they? But oh, that was that was that was really annoying when someone who just think, comes in and says, "Oh yeah, we've we're in here now." You think, oh, 
really? Like, really? You show <laughs> Me and Dan have a good story from Varsity. I can remember we went because we were part of Adam's whole show, but we wanted um, journalists out reporting live from games, didn't we? So we went over to Eston, as was mentioned earlier, where we interviewed Bamford. Um, and I was, I can't remember, second or third, Stan was the other one. Um, and I can just remember referring to this one player who looked like a bit like Sean Scannell for the entirety of the 90 minutes every time we fed back. And then, because we were playing Sunderland and it was varsity, their manager and captain of the first team were there encouraging the second team. And we're like, oh, um, well, we'll just go to the first team game. Is it just over here? And we're like, oh, no, that's back at the uni. Have you not been told about that? And they went, no. How do we get there? We went, well. We can give you a lift if you want. <laughs> so me and Dan drove back to uni with the Sunderland first team manager and the captain. And Dan went, oh, well, we may as well get the most of this. And we filmed an interview in the car on the way there with Dan asking the questions of me driving, chipping in every now and then. And then we dropped him off at uni and we went, oh, it's just down there. I think it was about 15 minutes till kickoff and the sprinted down and, and ran in. And then I had to drive off to go to work. And of course, in typical fashion, the, the interference on the interview was absolutely horrific and it was unplayable (laughs) (laughs) so at the end of april uh this is another one of my favorite moments from from uh living with ollie and adam and uh adam was upstairs and and me and ollie fancied pranking him um because he used his laptop to uh project the tv and uh and basically we went on uh on google and found some highlights of of, uh, I don't know if he was if he was sacked by then, yeah. but I think I think I think he was of uh, of Harry Kuehl. Um and in, instead of just using the original audio, we put some uh, eighteen plus audio behind it. <laughs> so when Adam came downstairs, he just thought we was watching this eighteen plus film. But in fact, when he came down and saw what was on the TV, it was actually Harry Kuehl highlights. <laughs> All <laughs> I'll is say is, moments. yes, it's funny, but you could have done it in a private tab. <laughs> because I didn't realise then that whenever I just pressed P to search something, that the first option would be the the website of your choosing, shall we say? So I had to, I had to work out. Oh, I actually need to delete all the history and everything. <laughs> oh dear! And then another moment again. So, sorry to leave you out, uh, Sabbath Dad. Uh, Sabbath Dad. Sorry, um, but on the seventh of May a date that you might remember particularly, Ollie. Uh, Divock Origi gets got you off your feet after scoring Liverpool's fourth goal against Barcelona. And a yeah, and uh, yeah, you recreated it. There's a couple of brilliant videos from that night. One of when the goal's just gone in and you're in disbelief with your hands on your head, just sort of bouncing up and down. And then another one of you and you and Adam recreating it where Adam's Trent Alexander-Arnold and you're Divock Origi. <laughs> I can't believe that. Did we do that? Because yeah. <laughs> we because we had that little um like volleyball ball that I bought back from holiday. Yeah. And yeah, and you were just kicking that about, uh, recreating it. it was quite funny. You were four 0 down, weren't you, Ollie? Or you're three 0 down. Three 0 three 0 Liverpool. Going into it. Three 0 Three 0 down. I remember that when it started you thought, well, I mean, we'll put it on, but I don't really hold much hope. And you missed the first goal because you were cooking a really huge pound of pasta. Like I mean it was <laughs> Absolutely full of pasta. <laughs> he missed the first goal. So I said, All right, you go in and watch it, and I'll do your pasta. So I cut the rest of your pasta while you then watch the football. And I remember that in the same week, or, or, or within a week, we had that game. The night after was Lucas Moura for Spurs against Ajax. And then the weekend, and then the, and then the following midweek was Spygate when Derby came back to win at Leeds. So what, what, just what a week that was. So anyway, to wrap up second year, once again, just like first year, we had the Journalism Awards. 
on the 16th of May, which I think um, was a really good day. Actually, I think we all got a little bit, a little bit tipsy, shall we say? Um, Even me. Yeah, I know, and that, and that that was your first ever time being tipsy, I think, as well. I was driving <laughs> just to put it out there, so I wasn't. Exactly, oh. yeah. As you just weren't, weren't as tipsy. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> my mum listens to this. <laughs> anyway, moving into uh, to third year. In August, Sam and Adam started at Spennymore. Points worth a mention. We did. We uh, drove all the way to Harrogate and Tadcaster that summer, didn't we, Adam? To... Um, See two Bennymore pre-seasons. Um, Jack, who's the media manager there, got in contact with Mark, who'd sent it out to all of us, and we got back in touch saying, "Yeah, we're really interested to do that." I'd spelt Spennymore wrong in the uh, email that I sent back to him, but thankfully it wasn't enough to to put him off us, and uh, we've been there ever since. So I, well, I thought it was a nice little moment to put in. Well, I can really remember from from the, from the first game that we went, the first time that we'd met anybody other than each other was that Tadcaster game in the middle of July. And I remember I hadn't eaten before I got there. I thought, well, I'll just make sure I get there. So um, so I went off to the little shack at Tadcaster yeah. and I bought a, a chip butty. And now this is quite important to the story. The butty was one of those ones that had a lot of flour on the top. That's important to the story, okay? So it, it was a really flowery butty, okay? <laughs> now, I went, then back down the, I went back down the concourse, back to where Jack and, and Sam were, and... As I said, quite, quite, quite flowery. I, I probably had half it by the time I got to the bottom, and my hand was, well, it was white with the flower at the top of the bun. And at that exact moment, Jack said, "Oh, here's the director to come and meet you, Tony." And he went to shake my hand, and I had to say, "The first meeting, I have to say, I'll not. My hand's covered in flour." <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is not, uh, not the ideal start, is it? But uh, so on the 9th of September, that's when me, Adam, and my ex moved into our second house. <laughs> Which I think Ollie got away likely, really. Yeah. Um, just the I think it's important though, to mention. Yeah, yeah she was your ex at that time, wasn't she? Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, it, yeah. It's important to mention that we'd been split up for about four months before that. Um, so <laughs> probably should have probably should have got a different house, explain the situation, but couldn't be couldn't bothered. I don't think. And um, is fair? It wasn't <laughs> as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, same to be honest, same. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, also in, in third year I think a story that you all know about Adam especially knows about um, was me falling down the stairs <laughs> um, I still don't really know what happened I think I, I think I was about as tired as what Dan is now and um, and yeah I, I think I just, just slipped off the top step and uh, and then crashed and, and, and our staircase as well it's got a little bend in it at the end so I didn't like just go down the stairs and land on on the floor, I went straight into I the wall. Saw you, <laughs> Adam was downstairs, basically behind this wall because that's where the kitchen was. So I, I bet you had the right, right bang. I mean, I, I, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you come out of your room or come down the stairs. No. And I was, I think I was cooking something in the kitchen. And I just heard someone mm. hit the wall, and then all, then all I heard was you go, "I'm all right." In a really, really <laughs> angry voice, <laughs> oh, "I'm all right." <laughs> the funny thing is, I actually well into it. Yeah, I kept holding my phone as well, which I was quite quite proud of, really. To say that I was, I, I, I don't, I don't actually remember the moment really that I slipped down. It was just sort of like being at the top of the stairs, then realizing that I'd fallen down the stairs, and then hitting the wall. <laughs> the wall and was thank- shock. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because, thankfully, I think I must have turned. So when I, so when my sort of feet hit the sort of the curve at the bottom, 
it sort of turned me and then my back slammed into the wall instead of me going head first or feet first into it. So I think that kind of saved me a little bit, otherwise it might have not ended very well. Um, really funny. But... but yeah, you had to be there, really. I think it was one of those. But yeah, uh, yeah another memorable moment, that one. Um, something that I didn't take part in, though, but you lot all did, was uh, the Sky News. I just thought it was quite a weird night. I mean, literally 95% of, well, for, for me and Adams it was, 95% of it was just people watching from that balcony. And it was really fun. was, to be fair. And then we waited all that time until about, was it like four in the morning to film this, um, film them reading? Again, for some reason, Sky told us to get there. Sky, Sky told us to get there at sort of half past six. So we walked in and we said, we're here from Sky. And everyone was like, why are you here now? Like, like, like I was going to find someone to tell us where to go because it was just a normal receptionist. It wasn't anyone who was there for the night. It was just the, the receptionist for the gym that it was taking place in. Like, oh, I've got no idea. Oh, it's, it's, oh there's a cat going on here tonight. So we just sat on that balcony and to start with, for, for the first two hours, we couldn't even people watch. We were just looking and there was absolutely nothing happening for two hours. I remember two things about that night. And yeah. the first was uh, the fact that we walked in and pretty much got set up thinking... I wonder when it, the hall's getting set up in, in this uh, yeah. for the election. <laughs> were like, the lights weren't even on. <laughs> we uh, I think some guys came through and said, what are you here for? And then we were like, um, <laughs> the election. They went, oh, it's through there. I think we were just talking randomly about it. And then they went, well, do you want to come through to the room? Yeah. Then? We went, well, it's just not it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, honestly. There's just a couple of chairs and stuff. <laughs> and then the second thing I remember was um, the, what was her name, Sam? Do you remember her name? Cassia. Yes, uh, she's a quite famous BBC um, present, news presenter. Still follows us both back in fairness. I just remember chatting to her and she was just basically like fuming all night about how it was going and stuff. And I think she, she might have either asked us to take a photo or we might have took it slightly and she caught us. But afterwards, I remember DMing me and said, oh, send me any photos you've got of me. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the same DM. I sent her the photos, to be fair. I might try and find them. Uh, the other thing about that night, then, while you're finding those photos, Dan, was I'd plugged everything in. Like, I was in sp- responsible for the camera while we were there. Dan was making sure the shots were input, in line and everything. Um, and Dan was going to do an interview afterwards if we were given the chance. That was the agreement we had. But I forgot to flick the switch on. So we got a message at about one o'clock in the morning saying, um, Sky Team Darlington, can you make sure that your uh, battery's plugged on? Because it won't last all night. And it got to two o'clock, it got to half two, and we were on the last bit of battery. And then they went, right, the count's in now. And we had to unplug everything. Cut past um, BBC, who'd just gone live. We'd waited all night, and they'd been cut, cut into and forth. They'd only gone live once from Darlington, and we timed it so just as they went live, we ran, ran behind them, past them. It's on, it's on BBC News somewhere. If you want to go and find it, the Darlington election, and we pitched ourselves right in front, and then we got our oh, great position team, Darlington, and then someone just <laughs> picks up their camera and puts it in front of us. So we pick it up back and put it to the left, get ourselves a good position, and then. It could only be in about two minutes after everything was done and we'd we'd just right said switched everything off that the camera died. So we were quite lucky in, in terms of the fact that we, we got to stream it live. But yeah, it was a good night all in all. I remember going to Tesco beforehand as well to stock up on tweets. That was probably the highlight of it. <laughs> this is my DMs with uh, Cassia Madeira. It says uh, hi Cassia, 
It was lovely to meet you last night. Um, you asked me to send you any photos I took, and I found this one. I fa- found this one on my camera roll, um, just as we were getting set up. So there's the photo there for you guys. Just, I don't know if you can see probably. Anyway, then she replies, and she just goes, great to meet you guys. We're not always that disorganised. Thanks for the photo. Hope it's okay if I totally nick it. She stole it and put it on Twitter. In December, we attended Forest 1, Borough 1. Paddy McNair equalising for Borough with a penalty. Um, better than the one we went to the year before, wasn't it, Adam and Ollie? <laughs> oh, that was grim. I mean, I, don't, I didn't even support for it, but that was just grim. It was boiling hot as well, wasn't it? So hot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I think the journey down took us at least... Three hours, didn't mm. it, Ollie? When it shouldn't have taken that long because you were stuck in traffic on the M1. Um, the highlight of that trip was actually we were stuck behind a Borough fans coach, and there was a lad with a Newcastle tattoo that he ripped off and then showed the Borough fans. <laughs> and me and Ollie were just laughing as they were swearing back and forth between them both for the 20 minutes he was stuck on the M1. <laughs> and now, then Adam sent us home the wrong way, which uh, right. just encapsulated a really, a really poor afternoon. But we did get to witness El Jurassico, didn't we, between Pulis and O'Neill? <laughs> Oh, a year later was better though Cam to answer your question <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just talk about a different game not like, not about that one um, it was more that, about the after wasn't it yeah but, exactly we've, we've told the story before but um, I think Adam you should tell it because uh, you're the most okay then I mean it's just the fact that we rejoined the motorway on the M1 and we had I think three options for services to stop at for food before the one that we decided to stop at which was Woodall and we kept saying, shall we stop here? Shall we stop here? And it was like a laughing decision. No, right, no, carry on, carry on. So so it, it was pure blind luck that we stopped at Woodall that we did. And then it was also pure blind luck that that's the same one that Adam Clayton and whoever he was with, we thought it was dead. It might not have been. Decided also to stop out on their way home after I slid Adam Clayton off in front of his dad, not knowing it was his dad at the time. <laughs> How did that conversation go? Uh, well, I said, who's that down in the penalty area? Uh, he turned around and said, I think it's Clayton. I went, oh, what a shame. And he went, oh, I'll tell it. <laughs> and he said, oh, oh, do you not like him then? I mean, I don't even support Borough, for God's sake. <laughs> and then I said, oh, I don't think he's as good as he used to have been. What, where did that come from? No idea. <laughs> and then he went, oh, I'll tell him that when I take him home tonight. <laughs> and then Clayton was like, nice enough to say, have a safe trap journey home, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think Adam ushered the words, well played. I just hit Albert Berg, to be honest. But... At, least you got in the, at least you got in the group photo, Adam. Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> I kept not being taken, that. and I thought I was stood right next to, I think it was Ollie on the end next to me. I thought I stood right mm. next to you. And then I look at the picture, and there's like three seats between us, and half of me's cut off. You can see one eye and one leg. The best thing is you can see half your face that's smiling, fully intending to be part of that photo. <laughs> oh, not funny. And then a big jump into, uh, into February of the next year. To our last day on the radio, uh, the 20th of February, I think Adam said the last recording was. Um, do, do we even know what that was about? Because I don't remember. I don't remember what we talked about that day. And I don't think, well, we obviously didn't know it was going to be our last our last show either, unfortunately. Oh, our our last show was the one with Alex, who I, who I interviewed one of my uni pieces. That was actually oh. the last show we no, 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 camera, no, it's not. No, you get, no, you just had the wrong date, you fool. It's 27th of February, our last show. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought, I thought you were at 20th. 
I got I got the notes okay. from here. The twenty seventh February was our last was our last show, and, it, and yeah, and and you're right because it's it's sad like we didn't know it would be our last show. Um, mm. So the last song that we played was uh, Midnight City M M eighty three. Well, it's a good song. It's not a bad song, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we spoke about uh, Liverpool three, West Ham two, Barnsley beating Borough one nil, and then Leeds beating Borough one nil. Sheffield Wednesday drew with Birmingham three all, then lost one, oh. and then beat Charlton one nil. Oh, simple what a, times. What a day. But yeah, I think it was quite a sad, sad way to end it. I suppose I think it was meant to do one the week after, but we decided not to, and then and then the shutdown happened the week after. I think so. Unfortunately, that meant uh, that was our last show. Um, but I've got two more things to mention a third year before we get on to some bonus things. Um, and this is one that Adam requested. And he told me to put Sam fiddling with the acorn centre consent forms. This is such a good story. because I've completely uh... forgotten about this. Oh, <laughs> go on, Adam. You tell it from your point of view and then I'll correct you. Oh, so we so so for, our, for one of our final project pieces, you we went to the Acorn Centre, um, in well near Middlesbrough, and yeah. we were filming an MFC Foundation session. So the people who were involved were um, under eighteen. So for that reason, we had to get consent forms from their parents to be able to allow us to film. Mm-hmm. So Sam dished out six, seven forms to parents of the kids that were there, and it was all fine. Uh, and one of them had forgot to tick some of the boxes. They just thought you had to write your name on it and sign it. But actually, there was some boxes in the middle that you had to tick. So Sam looks at me and said, oh, these people haven't ticked these boxes. Shall I go and get with them and see if they haven't ticked it deliberately or should, or should I just tick it myself? And so he, Sam, and so Sam went, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll just tick it myself. And then at the end of the session, the same parent came over to us and said, oh, I don't think I've ticked those boxes on that sheet. <laughs> and Sam went, oh, no, 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 I think you did. <laughs> Found this sheet. Passed it to her and she really confused or went, oh, oh, I did tick those boxes then. <laughs> Which is, it is basically fraudulent, Sam, what you did there. But Well, I got verbal consent in the end, didn't I? <laughs> when she came over. But yeah, it, was, it was clearly that she, she filled everything in. She'd given a deal. It was clearly intended that she was going to tick these boxes. And it was just like, oh, I'm, I can't publish the piece if I don't have the consent. So she's given it. She's just forgotten to tick the box. So I'll tick the so, box for her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then that brings us to our last day at Uni. It was either the 19th or the 20th of March was our last proper day together, I suppose, at, at Uni. Um, again, it was probably one of those where we didn't really know if it was going to be our last day or not. We didn't know when the shutdown was going to happen. And uh, But yeah, you know, it's a, a terrible way to end it and I don't think it can be summed up any better. But we've got some slightly happier bonus, like sort of shout-outs to mention. Um, these are ones I think that have mainly been suggested by by you for. <laughs> One that's been a kind of running theme of uh, a few of the things that we've talked about is Dan knowing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> which actually a couple of you wrote down and sent to me, which I thought we'd kind of get that in somewhere. Um, trips to goals. Again, is definitely a highlight. Uh, the next one is trying to convince our lecturers that a story was a good idea. So Dan, Dan sent me one about his Aldi story. <laughs> um, trying to convince that it was good. It was a good story about a new Aldi opening, and then I thought of one time I'd group these together. But I imagine we've all got a story that we thought was a bit crap, but we just kind of did it anyway. Um, so mine was the pressures of goalkeeping that I did in first year, where I interviewed uh, a midfielder <laughs> and pretended he was goalkeeper. That piano music in the background. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and that, I think I practically failed that one as well. Um, thank God it was first year. 
but then I've got three food-related ones to finish off. So I did br- briefly mention the star. Uh, this one I completely forgot about, uh, and that is Mackie's Tuesdays, Aww. which I thought is an underrated show. They they were brilliant before we uh, abruptly stopped them. Uh, and then replaced, well, kind of replaced them with uh, Spoon's Breakfast. <laughs> After I, I, that, so, yeah. I never bought a Spoon's yeah. Breakfast, I think, when we did them. <laughs> I think you bought pancakes once, didn't you? I bought, I bought a garlic bread once. Oh, was that you, Dad? Bought, yeah, because because he bought a breakfast, then bought pancakes after, and she went because she put them for me, and then Dan went, "Oh no, they're for me," and she went. Have a go about that, Dan. I'm going to say, if you want to go to bed, mate, you can go if you like. It's just oh, don't, don't worry. You just keep going. Sure. Sorry if I'm uh, I was going to make. You've got to leave that in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the line of the podcast. <laughs> so guys i've done you a little quiz to test your knowledge about bits of everything really um so the first question you'll be competing against each other by the way Uh, your first question is what month did i have my first palmo and just say like oh whoever's the closest to the answers wins or something okay yeah well yeah to fair some of the some of the questions were going to be whoever's closest so do you all so do you all want to february you're saying February, Sam? Month and year? No, oh, no, no, just month. Just month. May. May. I'll go April. Ollie, April. And Adam. I'll, I'll, I'll say March then. Well, one of you has got it bang on. And it is Sam. Oh, February. Oh. It was, yeah. I didn't have any for the for the first half of the year, really. And then just was tempted by a star parno. So question two. These do get better, I promise. Um... <laughs> This this is probably one of my favourite questions, actually. Who featured on the first proper rematch Twitter header? So there was five people on there, which Dan created. So I'm so no oh. pressure, Dan, but you should get this. Who I were they? I'll give you a clue. It, there is one from each of our teams. Yeah. No, I can I can I can not necessarily one. Oh. Not necessary players, either. Okay, okay. How do we do this then? Um, do you want to write it down? So just so I know you're not cheating. Should we just send you a text? Right, with I've got okay. The best. What we sending you five? Yeah, I'll, obviously. Yeah, five people basically who was on the header. Who you think was on the header? It was one from each club. We've got to name all five. Yeah, and you get five points if you get it right. So I'll give you a point for each one. So yeah, one from each club, obviously, including if anyone that's playing at home, which I don't think probably anyone is. But, uh, what was Ollie's? Was it Liverpool or Hull? Uh, it, it, it was Hull. So mine was obviously Wednesday. Then there was Borough, Knotts, Sunderland, and Hull. Oh, Adam's got his answer in. Hang on. Um, oh, some very, very, uh, very confidence order, mine are. The top one I'm most confident about, bottom one least confident about. I, I can't no. remember any, so I'll just guess. No, no, we can't. Um, Dan's only sent three answers, but he has got the most points, I think. Oh, I just checked that correctly. Well, he made it, so he well, probably you should. Didn't you make it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Very, so, so you're... So you all, unbelievably, you all got Kevin Nolan, yeah. right, oh, for Notts County. Well, I don't know. You want to know? That's not fair. So you all got Kevin Nolan. Dan, you got Ben Gibson, right? You oh. also said Adam Reach for the Wednesday one. I'll read you out the uh, the answers then. So Dan oh, gets two were, points. There were current players at the time. Oh, I've just gone for legend. Well, Kevin Nolan was the manager. Um, yeah, but, but they were all at the time. Uh, yes, they were. So some of the one was no, Ada McGeady. Oh, of course. The, uh, the Sheffield Wednesday one was Kieran Westwood. Uh, oh. Ben Gibson, Kevin Nolan, we mentioned. And the whole one was Fraser Campbell. 
Mm. I never would have thought of Campbell. That was the issue. How, <laughs> uh, how many videos do I have had? Uh, do I have of Adam and Ollie messing around with flappers on, <laughs> saved onto my phone? Just wait for Sam. Have you sent him? Two hundred eighteen. Oh, you just stick with two hundred eighteen. Okay, uh, I could tell. I could tell you it's not that many. In fact, it's only single figures. Oh, yeah. um, so that means Ollie wins oh, it because Ollie said sure, twelve. Sure. It is not the the, the actual answer was nine. Which, to be fair, some of them are quite long videos. Oh, like, like a minute long. One a day for maybe a month. Yeah. Adam, you said thirty-three. Dan said nineteen. So yeah, Ollie gets the. Uh, the point there. So that's so Adam, you're lagging behind me on, on right. one point. Uh, question four. This one's going to be quite a difficult one. Name the England under 21 starting 11 that beat Scotland 3 1 at the Riverside Stadium in 2017. It wasn't even there. <laughs> 11 points available. 11 points I, are available. I, I only know one. Are we listening? I, I want four? them quick though, because oh. yeah, just, just send them to me and. Uh, just pick, just pick your under-21s team from 2017. I'll just send you, you should the all ones I can remember. One. I'm going to list you. I'll probably wait until you're 11 here. Shall I put the pressure on everyone else? Ollie's just got eight points. Fuck oh. off. Fucking hell, really, has he? I, I, haven't, even, I, can't, I haven't even got eight players yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've put that camp, but... Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give up with that. I don't, I don't even know. Four, five, six. Uh, Adam, you've got eight points as well from that. Yeah. I wasn't even there. Uh, I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Your idea. Sam's got three points from that. <laughs> and you were there. <laughs> uh, and Dan has got one, two, three. He's got three points. He also, instead of putting Calvin Phillips, he wrote Calvin. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that really does change the game. Uh, I'll give you a start at 11. Um, so in goal was Angus Gunn, yeah. which I think a couple of you got. Wasn't Jamal uh, Blackman then? No, it wasn't Jamal Blackman. <laughs> uh, uh, the defence was Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, Dale Fry, Joe Gomez, oh. and Carl Walker-Peters. Oh, oh, oh you didn't I've got Walker-Peters. Yeah. yeah, I know, Walker-Peters quite a difficult one as well. Um, midfield, Lewis Cook and Josh Onoma. Uh, the three behind the strike was um, oh, Demario Gray. Was... Dominic Solanke and Calvert-Lewin oh. and then up oh, front Tammy Abraham oh, I thought it was Chalabo who scored the screamer it was on him yeah. wasn't it oh. to the nearest 100 how many tweets are there on the official rematch Twitter account 400 400 you're saying 900 it's Daniel going 900 Adam's gone 1,300 I'll go 2,000 what are you thinking Ollie we used to post a lot. Always gone high. We used to right. post score updates and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the winner, to be it's only a singular point, is Ollie. To the closest 100. It can't have been over 2,000. It was 1,700 oh, tweets, <laughs> which is ridiculous. I, th- I think, I think when I checked earlier, it's well, obviously, we haven't tweeted um, since then, but we've. Had uh, one thousand six hundred ninety-three tweets. How many posts are there on the official rematch Instagram? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which lasted about six months, I think. If they, uh, that gives you a clue, Dan ran this one as well, so Dan probably should have a good idea. I uh, don't have a clue. <laughs> Adams, Adams locked his answer in. 
I had a look at it not that long ago, but I can't remember how many there were. Just waiting for you, Dan. Oh, the texting, sorry. Um, well, you, you can take because everyone else has a lot of their answer in if you want. So, Adam went with five. Sam went with 23. Ollie went with 13. Dan went with 10. And the answer is 10. Oh, is it? Oh. It is 10. Get in. Um, because you got it bang on, Dan. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give you an extra point. But I'll read you the scores on the doors. Going to the final question. Um, uh, Dan's on five, Sam's on five, Adam's on eight, and Ollie's in the lead with 11. And shall we make this six points for the winner? No, seven <laughs> points. Seven, seven points for the winner, because it's quite a tough question. <laughs> the next point wins. Basically. <laughs> so the final question. Since we started at university... How many league places have our supported teams fallen combined? And that, and for this, I'm using Hull instead of Liverpool. So it's basically since the 16-17 season, where you finished that season, how where to where you are now, basically. Oh, okay. combined oh, with everyone yeah. with everyone else's teams. So where Borough, came, so for example, where Borough finished that season before we started uni, to where they are now. Mm-hmm. If we record this in the podcast, Sam and Dan have locked locked in their answers. I must say they they are pretty similar, pretty similar. Adam and all your answers are very similar as well. Um, so uh, I'll read them out. Dan, you locked your answer in at fifty four places. Sam fifty one. Ollie sixty seven, and Adam seventy two. And I will tell you this now: there is one place in it is in that in between two of it the answer is in between two of your answers that was out Dan by, by the way and, it, yeah. and, it, and it's between <laughs> and it is between Ollie and Adam I said they put 71 and I changed 72 no I always bottle it on quizzes it's me it's me I always bottle it <laughs> and the answer for the amount of places our teams have fallen combined is 70 me Get and Adam in, is the man. winner <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the Tottenham exactly seventy, and I can read you out. <laughs> uh, so Sheffield Wednesday have fallen nineteen places as it stands. Uh, Notts have dropped only fourteen. Only so yeah. Wednesday yeah, have not dropped a division just yet. Notts have, but have only dropped, yeah. but have dropped less places. Borough have dropped ten, and they were also relegated in that time. And Hull have had two relegations since then and dropped twenty-seven places. Are we relegated? From the Premier League. You're from the Premier League, yeah, from the start, yeah. Oh, now I understand the question. Yeah, sorry, I've oh, had this other sort of question as well. It, it wouldn't have worked. I was, was going to say, because 5 to 8 for us isn't, yeah, isn't that much of a drop. Exactly right. well. That's <laughs> uh, Now the bottom um, makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I asked you to think about a line of advice you would give to give to someone that's potentially wanting to start at uni not necessarily at Teesside not necessarily doing journalism you've all forgotten that, about that was it, four I hours ago come <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start off with my advice and it and it comes from a quote from a certain Neil Warnock and uh, and the line is by all means enjoy it but enjoy it by being f- disciplined here <laughs> <laughs> that'll be my advice oh, I was just going to say mine wouldn't even look good as a quote just don't put as much effort in in first year. Don't spend all night <laughs> <laughs> for absolutely no fucking reason. That's a good 
just enjoy first year. And... Yeah, no, I'd, I'd completely agree with that. Completely. Don't move in with your ex. Is that a good one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a very good one. It's it's a fair. It's not just uni life. That is in general. <laughs> Dan, have you got one? <laughs> who, who am I to give advice? That's my course. There you go. First, Dan. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, I'd I'd say I'd be quite cringy. I'd say I hang around with the nerds. There you go. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> and that, that brings us to Adam. What's your quote? Uh, my quote would be: uh, ten seconds is too long to keep a, to keep a door open for someone." Uh, I think that brings us pretty much to the end. So, uh, so what have we what have we learnt today? Uh, Adam gets his internet from Poundland. Uh, Sam's bottle isn't as big as mine um, but we all had a brilliant time at Seaside University thanks for listening to the Rematch Podcast please do follow us on Twitter at Rematch Podcast and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week alright Dan good night <laughs> <laughs>